fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into a brand new week, a brand new day, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting wherever you may be watching or listening. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. Hopefully you had a wonderful weekend. I was super productive this weekend to a degree. And then Little Voice of Reason felt like wanting to hang out and play all day on Sunday, so we ended up playing and hanging out all day on Sunday. I don't remember how many times we bopped the balloon. <laughs> I don't remember how many times we played Mario Party. Remember that old school one on the Wii? Yeah, played a little bit of Oculus, got to play with Barbie dolls. I mean, hey, it was a very successful weekend, and Little Voice of Reason, she uh, was pretty excited to have a good time with uh, Daddy. So that was a lot of fun. Hopefully you had a great weekend as well. We got a lot to get to today. Holy cow. Again, we try to cram as much as we can into a one-hour compact show, so we'll do the best that we can here. Bottom of the hour, Mike Hill. He is the Honorable Mike Hill, former state legislator from the state of Florida, also with the John Burchett Society. We'll talk with him coming up. Why are minorities leaving Democrat-run states? Now, I could give you the answer right now, or you can listen to the bottom of the hour, and he's got a really great intake on that. So we'll talk with that uh, coming up as this is Black History Month, obviously, and we've talked a little bit about that. But why are minorities leaving Democrat-run states? Where are they going? And what does that mean for the Democrat voter base? Are they losing their base? Obviously, they've lost the blue-collar workers because they went to Trump in the last couple of elections. That was their base, which is why Joe Biden's going to the same Pennsylvania uh, warehouse for like the third time in a row from the campaign trail and as the president of the United States because they're desperate. They got to reach back to the base that they thought was secure that they no longer have secure security from. So uh, they're out there trying to pander that. Then, of course, they have their overbearing tyrannical oppression on the minority community by saying, we'll take care of you. We'll give you the social programs. We'll give you the safety net. We'll give you affirmative action. We'll give you all these other things. Just continue to vote Democrat realizing that they're never getting ahead in society because they're stuck on these social programs where they're kind of capped with that glass ceiling that the Democrats impose on them. Slavery and servitude by social programming government control. So we'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour, have some fun in that conversation. On the other front, I don't think a lot of people have really spent as much time as needed on this, and I don't know if you're aware, but it's still ongoing. Yeah. What's trending today? What's trending today is that the Freedom Convoy up in Canada is still kicking you-know-what as the truckers are still overrunning Ottawa, overrunning other towns now across the country of Canada as well. And what are they doing? Now, this, we talk a lot about it, about the lack of trust in the mainstream media. I don't think that they're going to survive as they've really shot themselves in the foot too many times. There are too many straws in the camel's back right now that uh, have really just broke the camel's back altogether. They lied about Kyle Rittenhouse. They've lied about Antifa. They've lied about Black Lives Matter. They lied about Trump for four years. They've lied about the January 6th issue. They've lied about uh, the convoy now. They've lied about so many things that are finally coming out to fruition. Remember as a kid, your, your parents always said, don't lie because the truth will always come out in the end. Well, guess what? The truth's coming out in the end right now. All They're entirely, not just the media, by the way. 
the elected of- officials in Canada, the prime minister, were like, oh, we're not going to deal with terrorists. We're not going to deal with this. I have COVID, so I'm going to go live in my basement. They're not even wanting to deal with the issue, and it's only a matter of time until they're forced to do so when nothing's being delivered across the country. Now, obviously, they see it as an opportunity to hire on people that actually just comply and do what they want. So there are still truckers out there doing something, but it's not enough. And they're going to start seeing some supply chain issues worse than ever before when you're locked down with 70 miles plus of trucks all on a big, long stretch that are just not doing what they're doing. And their response has been, we're not going to address your freedom issue regarding COVID vaccines. We're not going to address you because you're a bunch of hate mongers flying Confederate flags and Nazi flags and and, uh, abusing monuments or whatever you're doing. When that's what the media narrative is, but is it true? This according to a trucker that was on One American News Network. It does. It seems like a winter festival, actually. This past weekend, we had bouncy castles for kids. Um, There was caricatures they could take pictures with. Uh, there was games and everybody was having fun. There was an impromptu hockey game. Um, it seems like a big winter festival. Lots of smiles, uh, high fives, hugs. It just seems like what, what normal used to be like. <laughs> what normal used to be like. So let me get this straight. While the media is saying that these are a bunch of angry. Now, remember, this is how the progressives, how liberals, how socialists view you as conservatives, is that you're low IQ, you're not very intelligent, you're a truck driver, so you never could have made it in college, you didn't learn how to read books or anything, you're just a bunch of crazy Nazi right-wing fascists that are clinging on to your guns and Bibles. This is how they view you. And not just Canadian truckers, this is just truckers in general. Uh, living in the heartland of the country, here in Wichita, Kansas, yeah, we get that a lot too. Oh, you're a bunch of farmers and truck drivers. You don't know enough. You're a bunch of unintelligent, low-IQ hillbillies. Okay. This is the way they view you, that the truck drivers up there protesting are angry racists because they can't address the actual issue. So they, it's always the racism. They always got to throw that in. You're a racist. You're throwing in Confederate flags and Nazi flags. And I don't know where those are coming from. And if anybody does have those, obviously, then that's not okay because that's not even what it's about. It makes no sense why you would even be fly, flying those. That's stupid. It has nothing to do with that. It's straight up, we don't want to have to get the vaccine. But, of course, someone's got to do it. So now that's the narrative. The media doesn't want to address it. The government doesn't know how to address it. Because usually Canadians are pretty just compliant and just go with the flow and, you know, eat the maple syrup and, you know, watch the hockey game. Which, again, I'm not being derogatory. That's just kind of the mindset that everybody has about Canada. Oh, they're the great, wonderful neighbors up north there where they just watch hockey and eat maple syrup. But that's not true. These guys are finally saying we've had enough and we're not doing it. So while the narrative is you're a bunch of angry mobsters that are flying Confederate flags, burning down monuments and causing havoc in the streets, getting all these citations, getting arrested, which is not the case, you're actually having a party. You have blow-up houses for kids. You're playing hockey. You're hugging each other without masks on. You're talking to each other and hanging out with the miles upon miles upon miles of truckers that are just sitting there not doing anything. It's a vacation time for the truckers. And they're doing it as a family-oriented thing while the media is saying, oh, look at this, we're not going to address them. The prime minister, oh, we're not going to address them. We're not going to, we're not going to deal with these truckers because they're a bunch of hate mongers. How long can you keep the narrative going? I don't know because I'm curious and see how long the media can, until they actually have to address, wait a second, all right, things aren't getting done, the stores are empty, we don't know how to get things to there, I guess we need to address these guys. They're just having a grand old time. They drove their trucks up and just partying. 
letting the kids come out, letting the families come out, just having a grand old time. So keep up the narrative, keep up the negative attacks because it's not going to fly with you. And eventually it's going to backfire on you. That's why CNBC or CNN is almost bankrupt now. They're almost shutting doors because they have less viewers than what they did even like four years ago. Because the only thing hyping them up with CNN especially was how bad Trump's doing for the day and just attacking Donald J. Trump. But this is really a grander view. Let's pull it out to about the 30,000-foot view now. Democrats, mainstream media, progressives, socialists, whoever, it's really their way or the highway, is it not? The president of Canada really saying, no, I'm not even going to converse with you. I all of a sudden came down with COVID. Now I'm going to go hide in my bunker because I'm too scared to show my face anywhere because how dare you actually stand up to me is really their mindset. How dare you stand up to us? It is our way or the highway. I think they're starting to take tips from the Biden administration. And the Biden administration is... Uh, they're kind of perfectionists on this issue. Barack Obama kind of tweaked the system. Joe Biden, not necessarily Biden himself tweaked it because he doesn't remember his name half the time. But the Democrat establishment, the deep state, the, the elites, whatever you want to call them, the mainstream, they've kind of perfected the system to where you have now as well. Jen Psaki, as she's out there doing her daily press briefings, says that if you listen to any narrative outside of the United States on what's going on with Ukraine and Russia, then you're listening to Russian propaganda and you're pretty much an Alex Jones conspiracy theorist. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Now, we said a couple of days ago that uh, we don't know exactly what's going on with Russia. According to our government and according to our mainstream media, that we are on the brink of a massive physical combat and a war right now with Ukraine and Russia. How Russia's building up all these troops. They're about ready to invade. They're finding any excuse to do so. They're the red bleeding heart monster, just individuals wanting to go into Ukraine. And how we, and Joe Biden, is the great negotiator that sent them a letter with Blinken that's asking nicely, hey, these are our demand, this is what we want, and if we don't do, we're just going to send you sanctions. And how we're going to be the great moderator. Then you had the Prime Minister of Ukraine saying, can you please back off on the rhetoric because you're actually making the situation worse? Yes, it's tense, but it's not as tense as what you're saying. Can you please just calm it down a little bit, America and Joe Biden, because you're not making things any better right now. Which led me to believe... How bad is it really? And is he looking at some type of cheap win uh, with the collateral damage of Ukraine and Russia and their their uh, relationship just because of the fact that, well, I want a little bit of a win to say that we de-escalated the situation, we calmed them down, we brought peace to that region between Russia and the Ukraine. I wouldn't put it past them. It's politics, and that's what political uh, opportunities bring, I guess. But that's what they're doing. So now, if you listen to any other news from Ukraine or from Russia on what's really going on, then you're listening to conspiracy theorists. You're listening to just Russian indoctrination. And you're not listening to our own government that's saying it's about ready to all blow up right now. And, oh, my gosh, we're all going to die unless we actually address this right now. Because that's the way that they're trying to handle these issues. And I find it entertaining. So, again... I think Canada's taking a nice little talking point from our government is either, A, you listen to what we have to say, or else you're listening to fake news. They've done it for years, obviously, with COVID. If you talk about the H word, which I'm not going to say and get censored on social media, or ivermectin, or if you talk about, you know, natural, holistic ways to boost your immune system. <laughs> I know. What a wild concept. If you if you listen to anybody other than the federal government and the health experts, and I say that with air quotes for our radio, radio listeners, if you listen to anybody else outside of these selected experts, then you're listening to misinformation and fake news. 
And that's the way they portray it. Either you get on board with what we say or we silence you because you're fake. Either you get on board with everything that we say or else you're listening to propaganda and misinformation. I know that we've talked about censorship before, but good golly. Can we at least have a dialogue on different ideas? Can we at least look at it in an alternative way? Can we at least get information from other sources and then compare and contrast and come to our own conclusions? No, you're not allowed to do that. If you listen to anybody else about the Russian-Ukraine incident, then you're fake news and you're listening to Russian propaganda. If you're listening to anybody other than the left-wing progressive mainstream media or the president of Canada or the Canadian uh, mainstream media— where they're labeling truck drivers as racists and Nazis and, and vandalists and everybody else, then you're just fake news. You're not right, and we're not going to listen to you because we don't negotiate with terrorists, according to the Canadian government, against the truck drivers. Their own truck drivers that are the supply bloodline of the nation are now terrorists and that they're not going to negotiate with them. How dare you even try to challenge us and think differently? How dare you think upon yourself and come to your own conclusions? You're not allowed to. At the same time, the Biden administration now admitting that we need to back off on the blanket decision of federal mandates on COVID nationwide because people don't want them and the states are making their own decisions. Well, shocker. We kind of came to that conclusion like two years ago. Let states come up with their own mindset. Let states come up with their own ideas on ways to combat COVID because each state, based on population, based on sizes of states or sizes of cities and communities and so on and so forth, have different needs. And now they're starting to realize that, that they messed up. So now they're saying, well, we've always wanted to do that. You just wouldn't let us. Yeah, okay. The twisting. I'm sure that their backs are hurting after twisting themselves into pretzels. What do you think? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me, it's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reason, common sense, something like that. I don't know. Welcome back into the program. And we got to get back to it somehow because the other side can get into it. Oh, man, they're so twisted up into pretzels. It's funny to watch. It's entertaining as well, especially when they try and argue on social media. And, of course, they try and back you in these little corners. And what do you think about this specifically? And then you say something just to give them fuel to go on. It's fun to watch. So you just poke the bear, watch them squirm, move on about your day because we are a little bit more engage in the real world instead of just thinking that social media is somehow going to change the world for you. Welcome back into the show. Mike Hill, he'll be joining us at the bottom of this hour here in just a few minutes. We'll talk with him about why Democrats are leaving, why minorities are leaving Democrat-run states. That'll be an interesting conversation to have here in just a bit. Here's a, an opinion piece that I really uh, used a little bit in that last segment. Coming out of Fox News, Biden and Democrats' one-party COVID prescription is hurting Americans. And it's really true, which is why they've changed their tone quite a bit, because, again, it goes back to their control over the mainstream media regarding COVID, regarding uh, the Russian-Ukrainian tension, regarding what's going on up in Canada. And they're not talking about the happy hunky-dory, hey, truckers, what's going on with your mindset? You guys doing all right up there? Hey, what are you really protesting? No, it's uh, there's a Confederate flag and there's a bunch of Nazi em- emblems. So, therefore, they're a bunch of crazy radicals up there when there's really not. It does. It seems like a winter festival, actually. This past weekend, we had bouncy castles for kids. Um, there was caricatures they could take pictures with. Uh, there was games and everybody was having fun. There was an impromptu hockey game. Um, it seems like a big winter festival, lots of smiles, uh, high fives, hugs. It just seems like what, what normal used to be like. What normal used to be like. Well, we're not allowed to have normal anymore because they are trying to push that, what they call the new normal, and that's just not okay. So while they're trying to push this one-size-fits-all for everything, it's failing right in front of our eyes, and they're starting to recognize it. I don't think they're quite to the point yet of changing that tone, but they want to. They just don't know how to do it because they push so hard thinking that a one big umbrella actually works for everything, and it didn't work for COVID. It doesn't work for economic policy. It doesn't work for social issues. It doesn't work for anything, anything. Which is why we've been promoting a little thing called like federalism, to where outside of the few duties we give to the federal government, then the rest of the powers get deferred back to the states because the states are sovereign nations uh, or sovereign states. And then we allow ourselves to become a United States of America. But they're sovereign states. They get to choose 90% or they should be at least allowed to choose 90% of what they want to at the statewide level with a few decision making at the federal level. And Democrats absolutely despise that. Every time you mention federalism, they just roll their eyes. They're like, oh, that's so like 200 years ago. That's so old school. How dare you actually do something like that? Here's something sad for you as we go into the continued abuse based on this COVID and this blanket decision, and especially with feeding off of the uh, Canadian truck drivers protest going on up there. There is a uh, this has now hit the personal level, I think, for a lot of individuals. There is a dad in Canada right now. Again, why the. Uh, power is so abusive right now there is a father who had a divorce from his wife got remarried to another lady they're going through the dispute on their children on who gets custody the father according to savagetakes.com now not a mainstream source don't know if this is true or not but fox news also ran a bit of a story on this as well how the children have now lost any type of parental control from their dad the dad losing on the uh, on the issue with the kids because he refused to be vaccinated, him and his new wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
According to SavageTakers.com, the judge ruled in favor of a mother who lives in New Brunswick, Canada, as she requested full custody in the courts because the father and his new wife refused to be vaccinated. The judge claimed the decision was necessary for the health of one of their children who receives treatment for non-cancerous tumors in her blood vessels. The divorced parents previously shared custody of the three kids. There you go. This is what it's come down to. We think that we know better than the health for your kids than what you as the parent knows. So because you're not getting vaccinated, you're potentially going to kill your kids. So we're going to give full custody to the mom. Down you. At what line, even if you got the vaccine, what line do you draw to say this is not okay? This is absolute stupid and absolute insanity. Mike Hill coming up on the show right after the break. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through already. Flies right on by. Fastest hour of radio on, well, radio. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting. Yeah, we update a little bit of our imaging, some of our rejoin bumps and music. Hopefully you enjoy. Got to keep it edgy. I always have a hard time because for those that know me a little bit more on and off the air is that I like the really, really intense hard rock so i have to find that balance of like keeping it upbeat and edgy but not going overboard where people are like oh it's so angry <laughs> but i think we enjoy i kind of like this new stuff that we got so appreciate that welcome back into the show radio tv live streaming and the podcasting uh say howdy to our friends over at the Opslens team they've been streaming uh for the last couple months now those guys are awesome we appreciate you guys very much and if you have not seen it yet Check out the website at opslens.com as our latest blog is officially up there as an opinion column on their website. So that's cool. And uh, yeah, I, I've told you before, I'm not a writer. I don't enjoy writing. I've never liked writing, but I write a blog for our monthly newsletter and figured why the heck not put it on there. And they posted it as their uh, a, a, the latest opinion column piece at opslens.com. So we appreciate that. We love you guys over there and uh, all the new family that's listening on these streams on their website app and their social media as well. Let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about the latest and what's trending, shall we? What's trending today? So there's been obviously an ongoing battle in society with uh, trying to figure out how to appeal to new voters all the time. And Donald Trump was one of those where he said, you know what, what minority communities, inner city communities, uh, Hispanic communities, black communities, what do you have to lose? Vote Republican, vote for Trump, because obviously voting Democrat has not worked out for you for the last, what, 40, 50, 60 plus years, because you've been stuck in that same rut 
all the time. Why don't you break from the mold a little bit, try something different, and see what the heck happens? And sure enough, unemployment unemployment rates dropped uh, all over across the country, and it was a major response. Now we're seeing, uh, we've always seen the rates on the, based on income rates, of quote-unquote rich people leaving Democrat-run states. Why? Because obviously there's high tax rates and you're paying for all the social programs for others and you're paying for this and you're paying for that. So we've seen a lot of the population trends leaving Democrat-run states and going to more conservative states. But what about the actual communities themselves? Are we seeing a change? Are, uh, are we seeing a change in mindset from minority communities? Are we seeing a move of just saying, I'm done, I'm going to do a fresh start? What kind of trend are we seeing, especially as we go into election season in a couple of months from now, and especially this month being Black History Month? What are the trends in certain minority communities? Super excited to have on the program with us today. He's a uh, the Honorable, he was a former uh, state, legislate, uh, st- state legislator, if I can speak, in the state of Florida. Florida, also involved with the John Burchett Society. You can find them at jbs.org. It's the Honorable Mike Hill with us. Mike, how are you, my friend? Andy, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, it's a, it's great to have you on the program. It's a it's an interesting topic for me is watching these trends. As we mentioned, I mean, I've, I watched the trends for years about the income levels in certain populations just saying I'm done with high-tax Democrat states and going to states like you know Oklahoma, states like Texas, states like you know, Florida even a little bit. I mean, we're seeing where they flee from and where they're fleeing to, and it ain't going to Democrat states for the most part. But let's not just talk about income levels. Let's talk about minority communities and different demographics. Are we seeing a fleeing of certain states as well? Yes, we are, Andy. We are seeing a massive movement of the black population from those Democrat stronghold cities of the north coming to the south. They're leaving Chicago, Detroit, St. Louis, Philadelphia, uh, Washington, D.C., and they are coming to the South. Now, the reason why they are moving is for a number of reasons, and it's not unique just to the black community. First of all, we're seeing that they are leaving these Democrat-controlled strongholds because the cost of housing has been created by Democrat policies of forcing builders to build affordable housing. Mm. It's made it very expensive in these cities and uh, and in these northern strong Democrat strongholds, being soft on crime and defunding the police that creates an environment of lawlessness and high crime and high taxes to pay for bloated bureaucracies and social programs are all recipes for failure. And so black people, like anyone else, they don't want to stay in these Democrat-controlled strongholds and instead are leaving them, coming to the South where it's warmer and where there seems to be more opportunity. You're breaking the narrative and the mold for a lot of mainstream talking points right now, which is what I love, and this is fantastic, because you would think, according, if you listen to strictly Democrats, strictly the mainstream media, strictly the progressive agenda, then why in the world would minorities move down south where there's a bunch of Confederate flag-waving, racist, you know, hillbillies who are just there to hate on minorities all the time? I mean, why would they even do such a thing? Well, first of all, you can't believe the mainstream media and their narrative <laughs> at all. You know, if you look like the first point I made, where the Democrat policies are forcing builders to build affordable housing. Yeah. Well, even though it might be good intentions, you hear it all the time. More affordable housing, build affordable housing. What it actually does is create a shortage. And this is why builders 
cannot make a lot of profit if they are building these smaller, what are called affordable housing. And in order to make it up, then they have to build more high-priced housing to get their profit margin back where it needs to be. And because they can't build a lot of these so-called affordable housing, by the way, define for me what is affordable housing. But at any rate, because they can't build a lot of those and still be profitable as builders, then there aren't that many of them. And so the demand for them is high. And whenever demand is high, that raises prices. So it actually has the opposite effect of what liberals and Democrats want to do. For some reason, the left does not understand economics. Yeah, that's a, I mean, prime example of that is AOC, where she's supposedly got some kind of economics degree, but, you know, it's hard to actually decipher that with some of the policymaking that she has. The wild part is, is that we, they've, brainwash so many people with this narrative of the left-wing progressive socialist mindset you know for the collective it's better for the general common good and they're really working to cram more and more people into the cities because you try and get rid and kill off rural america you bring people into the urban areas you try and increase the population there you decrease the voice of the conservative mindset you increase the voice of the of the progressives they have a lot of control but like you mentioned whether it's the defund the police whether it's cramming into people into really tight quarters while they've really pushed this agenda for a long time there instead of actually people going along with it and being more open to it it almost seems like there's a bit of a pushback nowadays isn't there well there has to be andy because it only makes sense like this defund the police uh whole idea of don't give so much money to police instead uh transferred over to social programs such as uh more food stamps or 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 help paying for housing and 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 other sorts of things which just don't work because it stifles the initiative of the individual. So when you defund the police, what you see happening is crime goes up. That only makes sense. And when you see that they are soft on crime, these criminals get arrested and then are shortly back out on the street again or aren't getting arrested at all, as we're seeing in some insane places like uh, New York and San Francisco and, and, and Chicago, where the uh, district attorneys say they aren't going to prosecute certain crimes. <laughs> and when that happens, it causes crime to go up. And blacks are leaving these areas because just like anyone, what you want is to have a good job, um, good schools, and safe neighborhoods. Yeah. And the Democrat policies are not allowing that to happen. In fact, the exact opposite has happened. Sure. Crime skyrockets when you go soft on, on, on crime. And then they try to um, uh, take your right to bear arms that you can't defend yourself. And these criminals know that. And But they will have guns because they don't care about breaking the law. But here we are, defenseless, defenseless uh, average citizens who obey the law are now prey to these predators and so enough black Americans are saying, enough of this. I am leaving. Let's go back to where. And they're not just moving to the South, Andy. They're moving to uh, Republican, red-controlled states. Uh, they're not just moving in mass to Atlanta. Um, they are moving to other places in the South where they are red-controlled, where they are more reasonable with not only their taxation, which is lower, but also with their 
uh, policies of funding the police properly and funding our schools properly. God bless him for that. It's a great trend that uh, I don't think a lot of people really saw coming. It's, uh, we're talking with Mike Hill, the Honorable Mike Hill, former state legislator for the state of Florida, also with the John Burchett Society. You can find them at jbs.org. The trends that we saw in the last election saw an increase in the black vote for Donald Trump and Republicans, also for the Hispanic votes going towards Donald Trump and the Republicans. Do you see with this trend that you're seeing with people leaving blue states, is this going to be a trend that we're going to see moving forward in elections as well with them turning more towards the conservative mindset? Oh, I think so, Andy. That's a great point that you made. You know, we had a black president, Obama, for eight years, and things did not improve at all for not only black Americans, but Americans in particular. It was a, an experiment in leftist policies and socialism, and it didn't work. And then President Trump came along with his uh, Make America Great Again, America First uh, policies, and we saw a tremendous economic boom that helped everyone. We saw where uh, black unemployment uh, was the lowest in decades. And instead, that those being employed was the highest in decades. Uh, President Trump received a higher percentage of the black vote um, than any Republican president ever. Yeah. If I correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, but I think it was somewhere around sixteen to nineteen percent. Yeah, it was like sixteen to twenty percent. It was it was amazing when we usually get single digits. We got to take a hard break here. Hold on one second. We got to. Well, I want to continue this when we come back. We're talking with Mike Hill, former state legislator out of the state of Florida. You're right. The numbers were insane, and the Democrats, they got a little nervous seeing those kind of numbers flee from the Democrat base. More on this when we come back. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. Fighting for, you know, common sense, reason, freedom, rationale, liberty, constitutionalism, limited government, individual sovereignty, whatever you want to call it. It's what we're here for. So as I was going through and I told you we changed up some of our music, you know, freshen up the sound for the show a little bit. I had a lot of people that were saying, don't get rid of the Irish music towards the end of the program because that's just you. That's just what you do. So we had to rock that and keep it going with us here. So welcome back into the show. Last few minutes goes by way too fast here on the program. We're talking with Mike Hill, former state legislator from the state of Florida, also with the John Birch Society. Find them jbs.org. Mike, uh, Mike, as we were talking about the Republicans winning over minority votes across the nation in the last election. And you're right. I mean, it was astronomical numbers compared to what we've seen before with single digits, anywhere five, six, seven, eight percent in the past that I think George W. Bush got uh, from the black community. It was up almost 20 percent uh, in this last election for Trump, which was massive. The big question is, has the Republican Party done a good job at reaching the minority communities and reaching in the inner city areas to show them what conservatism is, to preach what conservatism, individual sovereignty, uh, independence from the government sort of thing. Have we done a good job? I know the last RNC convention was better at focusing on that, on minorities and minority-run businesses, but are we doing a good job and what can we do to make that better? No, they're not doing a good job, Andy, not at all. But here's the point. I'm not so sure they need to do a job of targeting just black people about coming to the Republican Party. Mm. I mean, black people can see what works and what doesn't work. And clearly, Democrat policies do not work. What has worked, though, instead are those conservative values of championing the rights of an individual. Don't put me in a group. Tell me that I belong to this group. So because I belong to that group, I have to think, act and behave in a certain way. No, instead, we champion the rights of the individual. We champion freedom of speech, freedom of religion, equal protection under the law, and defending a constitution that limits the government by the consent of the governed. That is a recipe for success, and it has been proven to be so over these many years that the United States has become the greatest nation in the world. Whenever we use those values, and put them in place, then that area prospers. When you take it away, instead you try to do this uh, group thing, you try to put everyone into these different classes (laughs) and to pit them against one another, which is the classic Marxist agenda for creating um, uh, uh, conflict. Then they create the conflict, it turns into anarchy, and then they come in with their build back better plan, which is nothing more than socialism and communism. It's not going to work. I think what we're going to see, Andy, is in these midterms, there's going to be a huge shift of power going back to the Republicans, to the conservatives, and then at 24, the White House will belong again to the Republicans. That's what I predict is going to happen. Mm, That would be a great prediction. I would love to see that. And I see that momentum going through as well, but just because of the amount of excitement coming from Republicans with candidates announcing, I mean, two years before the election saying that they're ready to run. I think that we have a lot of energy and a lot of excitement on that one. We're talking with Mike Hill, Honorable Mike Hill, former state legislator from the state of Florida. You can find them jbs.org with the John Birch Society. Last question before we let you go, but as we try to show conservatism, and show this mindset for minority communities. It's almost like the Democrats 
I mean, it was only a matter of time, wasn't it? When they talk about this identity politics, this boxing, is, as you mentioned, that it was only a matter of time for them to turn on each other. The perfect example I like to use before was the uh, to, uh, was Starbucks, where they brought in the LGBTQ crowd, and then they brought in the, oh, we're going to hire all these Syrian refugees. And then there was inner fighting because the Syrian refugees who are Muslim don't like the LGBTQ community, but they're supposed to all get along in the same crowd, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. And it's because they think they have good intentions. And their yeah. intentions are based on emotion. They're not based on facts. They're exactly. not based on economics and what works. And so you try to come up with these grand ideas of everybody getting together and loving each other. And that's not human nature, Andy. I'm sorry. Humans will compete for their jobs. Humans will compete to do what's best for their own family not put me in a group and everybody's seen kumbaya. Oh, amen to that. Well, you you learn to get along with one another by focusing not on those identity politics, but by focusing on the main goal of what you have in working together. You don't say we're going to fight racism by exposing race and talking about skin color, talking about identity politics and bringing it to the front and center because that's what creates the division. We're out of time, my friend. It's great to talk to you, Michael. Let's get you back on the show again real soon. Would love to. Thank you, Andy. Hey, appreciate it very much. Always great right there. We'll have the podcast up. We'll get Mike back on the show here real soon. Until then, this is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.